1: Welcome to Business of Being Black with Tammy Mack. I'm Tammy Mack on Foxhole. People will often start conversations or even relationships with other people simply because they want to have sex with them. Ooh, okay. But is it, is, is it, is it enough? Is sex enough to make a relationship last? I guess I feel bad. I'm like, oh, people have just sparked up a conversation with me because they wanted to, you know, oh, Oh, Lord. And can a healthy relationship be maintained without sex? Well, let's get down to business. The business of being black today is relationships with no sex. Please welcome spoken word artist and photographer, Rasan Sani Myhand. Hi, Rasan.
2: Hi, Tammy.
1: TV personality, Timara. Hi, Timara. Hello, how are you? Good. Educator, Maurice Falls is here with us. Hi, Maurice.
3: Hi, Tammy.
1: And the remix coach, Kendall Lanise. Hi, Kendell. Sammy. So let's get down to business, y'all. Sex is the business today. This is a good conversation. Yes. But why should black people care? Why should black people care if there's sex in a relationship or not in a relationship? Ah, kick it off, son.
2: Well, I think that it's uh, thank you, one, Tammy. Uh, But I think that it's uh, very important that we do care about sex, one, because black bodies have been sexualized for so long. Mm -hmm. Uh, So when it comes to relationships, the question becomes, uh, can I still be desired and be in a partnership with somebody, but uh, not simply because of my body, inclusive of my body, but not just relegated to my body? Uh, So. For the feminization of women or the masculinity of men, uh, this body matters. Uh, but however, I, I don't want you just to like me for my body. I want you to also to like me for my mind. Uh, do you care about my feelings and my emotions? Uh, so I think that we ought to care simply because uh, we are more than just a body.
1: Mm, you're starting off in the deep waters today. Right. Okay. All right. Now, Kendall, what you got? Why should black people care? I think black people should care because we can't afford not to care.
4: Um, When it comes to intimacy and vulnerability, a lot of Black folks struggle with being that. And sex does reduce stress. And we know Black folks have the highest levels of hypertension. Uh, It also helps us become one as a family when people are having sex, because let's face it, that's how we all got here, right? Um, So sex is important. And also to normalize sex I know in a lot of households it's not normalized and I think healthy sex and healthy relationships should be promoted in the black community because the endorphins that release when we do have sex makes people happy now that's not the only reason to have sex but a happy household and you're raising happy black children in a happy black home not to say that's the only marker of happy but it promotes intimacy and vulnerability, and I think it's important to do that. And like Rashawn said, not just to be just that, because we have been over-sexualized, but to normalize the sex conversation. People get real funny when we talk about sex. So, Salt and Pepper said it best let's talk about sex. Right and that's here.
1: what we're doing today, although you make it sound like a high blood pressure pill. <laughs> 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 Maurice, why should Black people care about sex in
5: relationships?
3: Yeah, I, I agree completely with both Rashawn and Kendall that, you know, most of society has not been created from our lens it's you know, primarily from a white male lens, honestly. And so it's really important that we question the relationship that we have with sex. And from my perspective, is it also a need for intimacy? I think sometimes we can confuse the two because, you know, if you simply want to orgasm, you can do that by yourself. But if you are looking for a partner, there's a reason for that and so that is about intimacy and connection so i really think that it's important that we question what we've learned because so much of what we've been fed is from people that do not really have the same lived experiences or values that we do
1: and i do it damn well by myself maurice damn well (laughs) (laughs) Mara, why should black people care about uh, sex and relationships well, I think that it's the highest form of intimacy, especially
0: in a relationship. I think that if you're going into a relationship, yes, it's good to get to know each other. You take the time to talk, but no matter what you do, if there's a genuine connection, there's going to be friction of sexual connection about with each other. So it is something that I do believe that is important for a relationship, especially if you're building on something serious. Now, with what's going on with society, we've been extremely sexualized. Especially, I would say during the pandemic, women have gotten more, you know, liberated sexually, and it's been a free will for everyone lately. But I do believe that with some balance,
1: um, sex is important. That's how I look at it, especially yeah. in a relationship. How often should couples have sex? We'll stay with you on this one, T. Mm-hmm. Consistently, daily. I'm sorry to say it like that. I do believe, because it's a connection.
0: It's an attachment. It's a release. You know, I was married for 12 years. And I'm going to tell you this. For the 12 years that I was married, I had sex every day. That man set an alarm clock when he wakes up, five o'clock in the morning, when he got home from work, right before he went to bed, he needed it. He said it was his drug. And listen, it was good, so I didn't stop. So I do (laughs) believe it's opposite.
4: (laughs) Kendell, you said yours was opposite. (laughs) Mine was the opposite. Now, I, you know... I didn't have a healthy sex life. And I do see that, um, I can see the difference in that from how you're speaking about that. I see the difference and I think health It uh, sex is healthy, but you have to understand that a lot of people out there, 20% of married people are living in sexless relationships. 15% are seeing a decline. People are not having sex. And look at the divorce rates and not to say the divorce rates are, you know, is because of sex, but you have to understand that's another way to connect. And a lot of people don't connect in that way. And I, I guess the real thing is just really asking why, why don't people connect sexually? Either it's two things, either they connect all the time. Like you said, every single day, I got to have it or there's none based off of whatever reason. So I think we really have to get to why aren't people having sex? Because um, that's part of a healthy relationship. Just like communication is part of a healthy relationship, uh, financial uh, consistency and literacy is part of a healthy relationship. Having, uh, being vulnerable is part of a healthy relationship. And so is being sexual with your, if that's your mate and your adult, because I work with children and adults alike. So if you're a consenting adult and if you're in a relationship or a marriage, you should
1: be talking about it. So this is interesting, though. Kendall, you said that your relationship lacked sex. And then T said that her relationship was consumed of sex. Neither of those relationships worked.
5: They didn't. They (laughs) didn't.
0: You know, and that's to show you that. Because you need more. Yeah. It, it, it has to be
1: more than sex. It can't just yeah. be sex.
5: A relationship some,
0: Let's
1: talk about, about it. It. <laughs> uh, because we know that men scientifically, literally need sex. It's, yeah. it is a, it is a viable need that I think some women don't believe uh, the necessity of it for a man. Mm.
0: Well, that's why right now I'm so sorry if anyone has something to say, but that is one of the reason right now, I think that, you know, I, I saw something that stated that we're having sex more than ever. Women have been more liberated, and a scientist she came out and said that women should have a strike on sex. So I decided to come up with a thirty-day sex strike for women because it's a lot of sex that's been happening due to the pandemic. A lot of women got more sexualized. So I do believe that when it comes to sex in relationship, if it's if it's it has to be a balance. You can't just have only want sex. It's not going to work at all. It's not. You have to have another type of attachment for it to work.
2: Rasan? Well, I think that is is so vital that we we are having the discussion uh, simply because, as you aforementioned, men have to have some kind of sex. I mean it got to be from somewhere sometime. Uh they wake up with it on their mind. Uh, and I want to be clear, it's not all men. Please don't mishear me. Uh or and I, I don't want to misspeak uh because let's be clear there are some men who have high sex drives. And uh, then there are some men who are like that ain't even on my that ain't even on my, my radar. Uh, so I think that it's important that we put that into to context. But I also think it's vitally important that we look at it from the, the spectrum uh, of saying that although men enjoy sex it should not be the main reason why they get into relationships yeah, right yeah. uh i heard it said this way that everything is about sex except sex <laughs> uh, yeah. so we do everything for sex we go to the gym cuz of sex we get a, a nice call we get a decent house we get dressed we put on smell goods we do all this stuff for the sake of sex uh but what uh happens when we really uh get into coitus uh the reality becomes is that it's not about sex we start getting to an abandonment and neglect attachment mm-hmm soul ties, all these different layers become a part of the, the the nuances that deal in relationships. So do I think that it's important that relationships should be founded on sex? Absolutely not. Uh, should it be inclusive of? Yes. However, when it comes to men, the reality is, uh, is that men make deposits, right? Uh, so they feel like they need to be getting it all the time. Uh, but more so than that, men will trade um, a relationship for sex, while women will trade sex for a relationship.
1: Marie get in
5: well,
3: here okay yeah well for me i i really have to question you know the culturalization of things because you know yes we have we are biological people but we also have brains and we are affected by the cultures that we live in and so sometimes i wonder if men are cultura culturalized to say lean into sex more than intimacy like there's a meme going around right now where you know oh it started off as a back rub and is it that we get so close with intimacy that we feel uncomfortable, that it's more socially acceptable to go into sex instead of living, you know, staying in that feeling of I'm feeling connected with my partner. I'm feeling present with them. And, you know, because ultimately, like, as you said, you need more than sex for relationships to yeah. to to function and to last. And it's really that intimacy, and I feel like there is uh, a fear of intimacy that men have learned uh, and been culturalized. We're not able to show our emotions. We run away from it. And that is a really big piece of why we go to sex because it's quick intimacy. You know, mm. you get the connection, but you don't have to stay there. <laughs> you can run from it. You know, it's like, oh, that moment, I got the, because as I said before, You know, if you simply want to know orgasm, you can do that yourself. If you're looking for another body, you're looking for connection. Our first, you know, feelings about love is actually being held from our parents.
5: Uh, Let me take a quick
1: break and we'll be back on The Business of Being Black with Tammy Mack. Welcome back to Business of Being Black with Tammy Mack. I'm Tammy Mack on Fox Soul. And the Business of Being Black today is relationships and sex. Do you have to have sex in order to be in a good relationship? Well, can relationships revolve too much around mm-hmm. sex? That sounds like uh, a sex, a sex, a section as opposed <laughs> to a relationship. Right. Uh, but can can it revolve? Too much around sex. What, what are your thoughts on this, Rasan?
2: I think that in the society that we currently occupy or are a part of, um, we have put so much emphasis on sex, right? Uh, When it comes to meeting people, we'll tell them, go to a bar, uh, go to places to meet people, uh, going out clubbing, hanging out with friends. We'll tell them that these moments, and there's always the propensity uh, that you can go home with somebody. Uh, So we have all these different rules about uh, the engagement of sexuality or or the engagements of sex, uh, but we never think about the fact that what comes after that? (laughs) What comes after that? And I think sometimes enter into relationships under the foundation of, oh, we're going to have a whole bunch of sex. And if that's your thing, that's your thing. However, more often than not, you will find that many relationships uh, do not last as long because the only thing we had in common was sex. Uh, There was nothing else beyond that moment. We didn't share uh, like views. Uh, I'm sure all of us can agree because we're talking about grown-up stuff, right? Uh, All of us can agree. We've been out on some dates. We've been out with some people and we discovered uh, that I don't really like you like that. Even after the sexual encounter is over, you like, you smack and right. you eat. <laughs> like, oh, uh, you think weird. Uh, you just do right. things like you, really pick your yeah. you want to pick in food. Uh, right. Please don't. Uh, so we do, uh, we realize that we don't really like these people outside of the sexual encounter. Uh, so when you realize that after the moment is over, after the high is over, after the endorphins, have, the endorphins have gone off and the dopamine shots have gone through our brain, we come down and we settle and we realize, oh snap, I don't even like this person next to me. And then right. how do you navigate? Right. Yeah. Especially,
4: I totally agree with Sam because people put a lot of emphasis on sex, right? Sex, 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 sex. We're a sexualized uh, community, uh, if you will, sexualized society that's happening right now. But you know, when you don't want to have sex with somebody, you know that the other elements are not there because yeah. if you, you, for me, you got to make love to my mind. Let's just be honest. Like, I need to know that you're intelligent. I need to know that you're smart. You're funny. You know, your humor is on point that you can be vulnerable. I want to know if you've been to therapy. Have you had coaching? I want to know convert. I want to have a you conversation. You want to know all of that before sex? Yes. I kind want
0: to know.
1: Yes. I I it sounds like
4: we ain't going to never get to the sex. But you know
0: what?
4: Because the <laughs> thing is, I don't want to have that blast. I don't want to have that fall and jump in the bed. That's the easiest thing you could do is jump in the bed with somebody. Mm-hmm. That's easy. But can I have a conversation with you? Can we sit down and talk? because I need to know that first before we, we go further. Yeah, I can give you my body. Yeah, that's fine. But if you don't have this, you don't have all of me.
3: Yeah. Well, and I would say this, Kendall, like from my perspective, it is really about self-awareness. You know, we can talk about, you know, sex and being culturalized, but, you know, our relationship to sex can be shame. You know, it can be, you know, about insecurities. There can be so much that we bring to the table that creates, you know, this need for, hey, I've got to be validated. And so I think it's really important that people take the time to say, okay, what do I want? What Mm -hmm. do I need? How am I approaching this relationship? Because again, there is nothing, as everyone said, there's nothing wrong with sex. You can have sex we have a you know an interaction where hey, that's all I wanted from you is. That. But it should come from a place of security instead of a place of I need validation and weakness. you know and I think that's really the the bigger thing that I encourage people to say is, you know, question these things simply just don't do it don't just go run after this man or woman you know because they've got the job or they've got the the money or you know etc say what are my values really connecting with yourself i feel like we we often abandon is, what, ourselves. what if
1: you really only just want sex and you don't care about their values well then you should be
3: honest and upfront because yeah. that is the that is, a, you know, the issue here is a lot of people that that security of self, people will lie from insecurity, you know, and try to to gain the system to manipulate people. If you are a person who is confident in who you are, you are not going to try to manipulate or gain, you know, cheat someone out of something. You're going to come up front and say, you know, I really like you. But this is where I see our relationship being. So
1: then the the question is, uh, you know, the the whole title of the show is, can you have a relationship without sex? Is that possible? I think some people do, but I do think it is an an important ingredient in a relationship.
4: Now, if you're two consenting adults and that's all you want to do, you want to have sex. As long as, like um, Marie says, you're upfront, and that's what you want. It is what it is. We know what it is, and that's it. Then that's fine. But if you want something deeper, then that still is a, a um, an important component to the relationship.
0: But you're I think saying, it you're saying sex is an important component. Yeah, I, yeah, I, I, I believe things. that. It is. Yeah, I, I believe that it is. Um, you know, it's like you have a pot of stew and you got to put different sauce in it. Yeah. Sex has to be one of the sauce that goes in that pot to make it a yeah. soup So in a relationship, I would say, um, no matter what, you get around somebody and if you're attracted to that person, you're going to be sexually, if this is somebody that you find look good, look body look good, you're, there's going to be a sexual connection between both people. If Rahsaan
1: is giving you the side eye, team, just in case <laughs> I did know. Let me tell you, Rahsaan, uh, I think he had a problem with that sex and soup uh, metaphor there. Yeah. Rahsaan, what was it? What, what I was it? Let
0: I me mean, explain it <laughs> then. Think about it. If you're mm-hmm. going to make a pot of soup, I'm a Jamaican woman. If we're making a pot of soup, right, we put a whole bunch of stuff in that pot. In order for that soup to be a Jamaican soup, you got to put a certain spice in it. and It's called Maggie. You got to put a certain spice for that chicken soup. If that spice is not in there, that's not a Jamaican soup. So it's the same thing with a relationship. There's no way, it. can. I'm not saying that you have to have sex, because you, you get older. If you're married, something happened to you and your partner and might get it. ill where he cannot have sex, that might not be Um, active in the relationship so I understand that but in a relationship most of the time there are intimacy and one of the intimacy and the highest intimacy is sex so some people just by touched on anything
2: well, I think um, first don't have your sex in my suit. Appreciate it. Right. Uh, <laughs> don't be giving away Does all the secrets soup uh, right to the Dominican suit. Well,
3: I know you gotta share the recipe now. Know, you know the Dominican suit now. What's that spice
1: Why? again? I, look, I'm going. <laughs> I never heard of that spice. Oh, okay. I, mean, spice. Wow. I have to put that spice in my bedroom too. Right, right. To in, bedroom, too, right, right. To <laughs> in the kitchen and the bedroom. What's it the Bedroom, Florida. The kitchen and the bedroom. Is it a grandson? I didn't mean the kitchen.
2: Uh, <laughs> no, y'all was <were> good. <laughs> she, she, she I think the reality is, is um that we we forget uh, that sex is an outward expression of an internal feeling. Uh, So although uh, sex may be an important component in order for my relationship to be successful or to be good, it does not need to include sex because then that says that the the baseline of what I got into this relationship for was sex to begin with. Uh, It shouldn't not be the foundation. Again, it should be uh, one of the pillars that you build it with, uh, but it doesn't have to be it. And if you never have it, what are the other forms of intimacy that you can have, like vulnerability, transparency? Communication.
0: I agree with that. I agree with that. No, I agree I, with the, what he's I, saying,
4: because what if you are unable to have sex? Right. What, what if medically me you're me. unable to have sex? That's why I think a strong foundation needs to be set so you really can get to know each other and understand if you want something mean, meaningful, if it's just that and you made that clear, we've talked about that. But if you want something meaningful, what if the person is unable to have sex? Do you leave them? Do you not? So what if deal you just met it? them? What, what if it's you know? somebody you just met? So if it's someone you met, you have to ask on a scale of one to 10, how important is sex to you mm. in a relationship? You Women. have to be, it's about communication. You got to be upfront uh, with what you want and your I desires. Also
2: it's also so, about-
1: let me, let me all let right.
2: her song get in. Go ahead. go ahead. My bad. I mean, didn't mean to interject, but I want to go here and say, I, I think that it's also about intention. If your intention when you met me was just to sex me, then it speaks a lot about your character. And although we may make love to bodies, uh, our minds make love to souls. Right. Uh, mm-hmm. so now we're having this moment with ideas and thoughts and process. So when you approach me, uh, what approached you was the aesthetic appeal. I look good. My shoulders was big. I got a six pack all this night, but at the end of the day, um, after that moment is over, after the, the fog is dissipated, were you still interested in me? Did you want Never. to take me for coffee to hear my thoughts? Did you care Never. about my philosophy on life? Probably not. Um, because again, the culture that we've gotten into is so geared towards sex that it's hard for us to see beyond that scope. But I still think that you don't need sex in order to have a successful relationship. So,
1: I'm all right, all girl, hold again. on, big shoulders. We gotta go to a commercial break. We'll be <laughs> right back. <laughs> Sex. Did I get your attention? <laughs> Welcome back to Business of Being Black with Tammy Mack. I'm Tammy Mack, and let's get down to the business. The business of being black today is sex. Can you have a relationship without sex? Please welcome spoken word artist and photographer, Rasan Sani Myhand, TV personality T Mara, educator Maurice Falls, and the remix coach, Kendale Lanise. All right, so uh, let's get down to it. Maurice, I'm gonna uh, get you in this conversation real quick. Is it important for people to know each other before they have sex? Uh,
3: Again, I would say it's important for you to know yourself. You know, uh, I am, Not a person about rules, except for knowing who I want, because the reality is life is diverse. There are so many ways to live on this planet, and you've got to figure out what works for you and what you're comfortable with. There are people that I've met and I've had, you know, (laughs) had intimacy with on the first date. There are people where I have, you know, waited and, you know, for that. And I think that. It is okay because it was what was best for me and that other person. I think oftentimes, what we're we fall in these traps where we are looking for cookie cutter images and just doing what other people have done instead of saying, Hey, this is what I want. The, the analogy I, I use is often people you can go into Belk and buy a, a suit, right? but that isn't tailored to you. If you want a suit that's gonna fit you correctly, you're gonna have to get it tailored. And that's really what life should be about in our relationship with sex saying, hey, what is tailored to me? And then finding a partner that agrees with that. Uh, And so as long as you're doing that, it's not about knowing the other person for me, it's again, getting to that self-awareness, knowing yourself enough that you are showing up authentically and honestly in your relationship with the other person.
1: I want to ask the ladies a question here, um, Mm -hmm. because this comes up in conversation with my girls sometimes. Um, Is it true that women have sex with men that they don't like, but reserve themselves for the man that they do like?
5: Um, Yes,
1: some women do it. Some women. um,
0: I have to say yes on that because you want to make sure he has he gains empathy. So you want to hold out. You don't want to jump to the sex because, you know, the moment you have sex right away, it changed the dynamics. He might be like, OK, I got it. I'm out. And now this is the man you like and he's out. So you rather hold out and wait a little bit and say, you know what, let's go on a couple of days. Let's let him court me a little more. Let him gain some empathy and see where it goes." Versus the woman that be like, I'm going to just get some. I'm hot. I'm in heat. I'm ovulating. I'm going to throw this at Mr. Man over here it Ain't going nowhere, but I'm going to just give it to him real quick. <laughs> not ovulating. Not ovulating. What are we doing here? It's, it's so funny. You outside. You do some things when you Some of the time. You know what? Know. She's hot and bothered over there with that spicy soup. She's she's spicy. Yeah.
4: <laughs> <laughs> but even when client, I had a client, um a life coaching client that came to me, and she it's so funny. We talked about this exact subject. Um and I and I told her what do you what do you want to do because I think there really are no rules if you are honest and authentic with yourself and and say you know what this is what I want I want I'm ovulating and this is what I need or you know what I'm gonna hold out but what I don't think you should do is play play games I think you should be clear and precise on what you want from that person and I think some people do play that game and I that game I think or, when you so say
1: that game what do you mean by that game. That cat
4: and mouse game, like, I really want to, but I'm not because I'm going to wait and I'm going to see. We're grown. Like, if you are a grown person, you need to say it is what it is, this is what it is, and this is what it's not. And be clear and not have the lines murky. Like, really you define a, yeah. your lines. And well, I think I say the this game
0: real quick? is, is uh uh-huh. And I, the thing with women, women move with attached attachment. So yeah, the moment a woman sleep with a man, even if the man is giving her the signal that I don't want a relationship, I'm I'm, I'm good. Her attachment is trying to change his mind because she likes him so much. So it's easier said than done. Well, even...
3: well I would say, yeah. OK, hold on. I would ahead, say Let
1: I me get Maurice myself. in. Go ahead, Maurice. Yeah,
3: I would say first, uh, from my perspective, it is very much we are conversations for women and men. There's a lot of shame. So, and for women, women have not been empowered to simply yeah. say, this is what I want, and show up in powerful, in a powerful way, in a sexual, like you have to hide your sexual desires, you're taught to, you know, be virgin, all this stuff that's just, again, like it doesn't make sense questioning what is right for you, and so if you if you feel like you show up authentically and say, hey, I just want sex with a man, it means, oh, well, you're gonna be seen as a whore, etc. You know, yeah. all these other things, sure. as, and it's you know, why are you allowing society to define who you are and what feels good for you? It's true. And so, I think that that to me is an underlying issue where. We, women and men just need to ask themselves, what is it that I need? And men can show up. You need more vulnerability. Sometimes it will be like, I don't want sex. I just yeah. want to be held. Like what man, sometimes men want to be held, you know, or, yeah. or need to cry, you know, and yeah. that is gotta be okay. Yeah. You know, this is so. why it's
4: normal. I That's see. why Tammy, Tammy, I'm glad that you had this, this conversation. This is why this is important to have conversations like this. So there is no shame around it. And as women, oftentimes we do, we do grow up to suppress whatever we're feeling, sex or otherwise. So Tammy, I just, I thank you for even having this conversation just to normalize this on television. I think it's so
1: important to have this dialogue.
5: Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. Yeah, I I, I
1: I remember one time when um, I, I you know I was with a guy and 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 he wanted to have sex and I was like well you know I don't really want to have sex because of the oxytocin that's released during sex and he was like well can I put a condom on a?" <laughs>
2: Let me put the head in. He
1: was, like, was like, well, will a condom prevent it from coming to me? I was like, no, 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 no. It has nothing to do with the yeah. condom. It has to do with the attachment that that happens after sex. But go
2: ahead, Rasan. Yeah. It's so good that you mentioned that because I, what yeah. I've noticed uh, in, in my work and even just, just day-to-day living uh, is that many times we are so quick to give our bodies before we give anything else. Uh, that it's yeah. now become a form of currency uh, that we continue not even just to sell it, uh, forget about our only fans and online we just give it away because we anticipate that that's what people want when they see us right mm-hmm. so we'll walk around a certain way we'll go with certain uh environments and we'll behave certain ways because we want to come off as sexy and now let me go on the record and say i think that liberating ourselves from societal norms is important but it's very difficult because it's so ingrained in our culture mm-hmm. and in the way this, that we were taught so to mm-hmm. shy away from social norms is very hard um yeah. however it's not impossible however we often treat those people who have all right. Found their liberation and their their freedom. Uh, we find them to be outliers, and we castigate them because mm. some of them just behaving. We're like, "Oh, you got you got full agency over your body. Uh, that's a whore." No, no, maybe <laughs> just a prove <laughs> yeah, right? Yeah, we often give our bodies away in encounters. Uh, so, no, this person, don't know. Now, granted, if you're grown, that's what you want to do. You want to give your body away. Have at it. Enjoy yourself. However, you can't be mad at the results uh, after that, when you were anticipating more connection, or you wanted to go out on a date, or you wanted to get in them to meet my mom and them uh yeah but you, you kind of forfeited that when he, you just gave it away and there are some men who tend to think um that uh anything that it comes easy ain't worth having uh so the chase mm-hmm. like i want to chase i want uh, to uh you know to make me work for it because it's going to make that make it that much more fulfilling and then there's also guys like yo just let me get in and get out because i'm on to the next one <laughs> you know so yeah. it's it, you damned if you do you're damned if you don't yeah, you just got something yeah. But they, that's be true on.
4: because that's true it's true. Everything you said was was on point because we are conditioned to think one way and to judge the other way. And if we mind our own black owned business. Right. And it will let, allow people to be who they are authentically. I think that can cut back on that. But we have to unlearn all the things that we were taught growing up, what a woman should do, what a man should do. This is how you should be. This is what you should be. And I think society has suppressed so many people from living true to who they are, people don't know which way to go. Well, I want it, but I can't, because I don't want to be a hoe, or I want to do this, but I can't. So people are having this back and forth with themselves, like the angel or the devil, and they're like, no, wait, okay. And I think people are so confused on what they want to do. I think you've really got to stay true to who you, and then especially if you, if we want to throw religion or God in there, I, wanna, sure. I do want to talk about,
1: um, Kendall, you mentioned staying true to who you are. Maurice has mentioned that on several occasions during the show. So I do mm-hmm. want to get into that and like being true to yourself and what that means and uh, how do you know if you're true to yourself or not. Yeah. But I also want to talk about uh, the other forms of intimacy that Rasan mm-hmm. tapped on that do not include sex, like transparency and vulnerability. So we'll talk about that when we return on Business of Being Black. Yeah. Love that. Welcome back to business of being black with Tammy Mac. I'm Tammy Mac. And the business of being black today is, can you have a relationship without sex? What are some ways that you can be intimate without the physical form of sex? Rasan, you mentioned a couple of them, a few of them, actually. Um, you said vulnerability, you said transparency. What are some, some forms of intimacy that do not include sex?
2: So, Tammy, I think that is so important that, one, we first understand what our love language is, uh, because more often than not, when we're getting into relationships, we don't know our love language. So we assume that the usual form of currency is just sex, and that should just seal the deal, forgetting the fact that I need other people nuances to this relationship, because again, the way I express my love is not always through sex. Uh, The way I express my affection or my care is through those other components, those elements such as communication, vulnerability, transparency, acts of service. Um, Mm physical touch. Uh, there are so many different forms uh, that it takes. So when it comes to uh, the, the non-sexual forms, it's like words of affirmation. Are you talking to the people? Can you speak to my spirit and speak to my mind? Uh, can you make, the, make the, the, the goosebumps on my, my skin come up? Uh, what Neo say? Make the hair on the back of my neck stand up. Uh, uh, those are non-sexual <laughs> forms <laughs> that, that deal with it. And it speaks to a level of words, a level of care. Uh, I love reading books, right? One, I, I'm a spoken word artist, uh, so I love words. And when you start seeing how words are crafted together, there are some words that just sound so good. He's just like, mm, okay, I felt something there. Can you? Do that. It? and it never make me yeah. feel any, Like that's that's absolute penetration, that's absent me touching myself. Can that be that thing? So there are so many yeah. different forms uh that we often don't explore because many of us don't know our love language.
1: You do speak <laughs> like a you speak like a minister a yeah, exactly. Like I feel like I'm I'm at church when I'm talking yeah. to you. Maurice, <laughs> Maurice, what are some ways uh that you can be intimate without sex or can you be it, it does that exist yeah,
3: you, you definitely can and i think it you know like you said i have been talking about understanding yourself so for me in 2020 one of the things that i did was do a lot of reflection so i took seven months uh without sex and during that time trying to understand my relationship to it. And I recognize that a lot of times I would go to sex because I was, you know, anxious or I was lonely. And so just that self-awareness, it allows me to, to say, okay, what am I looking for in a relationship? What do I need from a partner? And that connection with my values, I started to see people differently. And so it wasn't simply, okay, you got a nice body. Uh, it was, are you showing up for me? Do you want to spend time for me? Recognizing as Rashawn says, like knowing your love language. Because once you know how you feel validated, you you start to look at that, you know, look for that in other people, your you will recognize, well at least for me. I found more people attractive. You know, it's like, wait a minute, I want to be in a relationship with my best friend, not simply someone I, you know, have met or find physically attractive, or they, you know, validate the, the, the checkbox of, oh, they've got the job, the status. I have gotten a deeper connection of, okay, you show up for me. Uh, one of the things that made me realize I had uh, intimate feelings for a best friend was, I was complaining about, uh, or reflecting on a past relationship where this person didn't show up for me at all. I always had to ask. I was a person to think about their needs, and I said, "You know, I really want to be with someone that, you know, though I don't even have to ask them if I, you know, need something, they would just do it." And I got a call from my best friend, and he said, "Um, "Do you need help moving?" And I hadn't asked him, and I was like, "That's love. This is the relationship." Listen,
1: if anybody <laughs> volunteers to help me move, I'm having sex with him. I don't care. Who <laughs> that is not something you volunteered to do, my friends. Uh, move. That's love you know, to me, you know. And so, and, but again, I had to recognize with on the that in myself. On the floor, know? do you hear me? Uh, according to Men's Health Magazine, one study found that 14 percent of married men had not had sex in the previous year why mm-hmm. is it that even happily married couples mm-hmm. often have sex less than before they were married why it's is so this true. why it is, is it so true. True. i want to ask you because so you were true. married and y'all were having sex every day <laughs> every day for, <laughs> you said 14 years. did you say worked. you were married for 14 years 12 well he wants to come back now and i don't sir good night I well, guess he does want to come back because he can't find nobody <laughs> else going to give him sex every day. Oh, he's like, oh, let me rethink that. Let me rethink this. <laughs>
3: the 80-20 rule. You know.
1: that's exactly. That's exactly and
4: she got that, that spice. Exactly. And she got the spice. Come on now. But and, you know, the yeah, thing yeah. Is
0: that in a relationship, you know, life happens. When you're in a long-term marriage, life Happen, and sometimes when it, it, you know, sometimes it could be you being a parent. Sometimes it could be just you getting pregnant and your hormones drop. It could be so many things. You lose your job, so it takes away the attention because usually when you live with somebody for a long period of time, they become your roommate. Sometimes you're not even attracted to them no more. You look, you see, this is the thing that I tell people in in marriage: love goes and comes. And yeah, you could be in, not in love today, but. You know what? He, he makes me feel good sexually. So I'll give him some. Or it could be I don't even want him to touch me. And you could get out of those space from time to time. That happened in a marriage a lot where people are in love, fall well, in and out of love. So when you say most men are not getting um, having sex. It's because life do happen in marriage, and sometimes if you love that person enough, the sex is less to be worried about. Less worried about how we're communicating. Less worried about how these bills gonna get paid. Less worried yeah. about are you our kid going off to college? Are you gonna retire? What's happening? So yeah. some people don't build back their relations. I think Obama's wife, recent Michelle, she recently said for ten years. She did not like her husband. That happened. And that's a long time to not like your husband. Yeah, Yeah. that happens. And now she fell back in love with him. So that do happen in That's because he's the president. That's that power. (laughs) It just happens. So I would (laughs) say that that's I'm not gonna lie to you, there are a lot of married men on these dating apps. They from the pandemic, they they done
1: went wild. So a lot of men try to. See you keep see talking things. about pandemic, T, but married we're men are going wild long before a pandemic. Long Come before on. that, You're right? Not, they <laughs> doubled up.
4: They doubled but up. I, I think it's so. I think it's so important to really, and I just keep saying that to have this conversation because people think that that is the glue. That's just the component of a relationship, and yes. the sixth love language is feeling seen being valued and heard and yeah. you're going to be less likely to want to give somebody son some who is not seeing you, who is not hearing you, who is not, and it's not about reading minds and all of that. It's about you've communicated or they've been with you and you want to feel seen. That is a love language. That is true. So I think that men want to be seen just like women want to be seen. men, men want to be valued and heard. Just like women yeah. want to be valued and heard. And I think this thing with men want sex and women want emotions and trust. I think we all want the same thing. We want, want them in a healthy way. Terazi's recent interview with Angie Martinez, she was talking about happiness, saying she wasn't happy. I've read Wilson's book five times because there's so many gems in there. He said he was asked the question, what will make you happy? Nobody knows. So if you can't even make your own self happy, then I mean, you're not yeah. going to bring happiness into a relationship. And ain't nobody going to be trying to sleep with you. If they want something meaningful, you mm-hmm. have to be healed. And that person has to be healed to able to be, to come together. Now, if you just want to hit it and quit it situation, we're not talking to you. And that's not about that. But if you want something meaningful to last, That can be a component to bring you together, but I don't think it should be the only component.
0: But I I I do think you know I'm
3: sorry. Go ahead. I just just wanted to say say this quick point. When you talked about, you know, needing to be healed and it gets back to shame. I think at the end of the day, we need to know (laughs) we are all hot messes, (laughs) but (laughs) we're still worthy of love in our mess. And so, you know, showing up saying, I'm worthy, I, you know, I got together in every single way but I am still worthy of love yes. and connection from another person most of us don't do that you know and no. that's still something that I'm trying to do you know as well
0: I'm gonna say this real quick I've been celibate for four years and I'm on the verge of trying to give it to somebody's son in 2023 because <laughs> I'm tired but I'm gonna say this finding yourself taking the time cuz you know sex can confuse everything so the best decision that i
1: made coming out of my marriage was to stop and figure out my
0: own happiness within self
1: yes. i think it's gonna, uh, we're going to take a quick break right here i'll tell you what t if you help me move and give me some of them spices i'll give you some, I'll give you some. <laughs> 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 Welcome back to Business of Being Black with Tammy Mack. I'm Tammy Mack and the Business of Being Black today is should sex be important to a relationship? Can you have a relationship without sex? So let's talk about sex or the lack thereof as a punishment in relationships do people withhold Mm. sex from their partners as punishment and how does that impact a relationship i know when whenever my husband and i have an argument i'll say well let's just have sex and he'll be like no no mac it's about the mood it's about a mood i gotta be in a mood i'm not in a mood right
3: (laughs) sounds like he's in touch with his emotions there
1: but people do i'm wondering like is it literally um Are you literally withholding sex as a punishment if you're angry or is it just that you're not in the mood to have sex with somebody who you just don't like right now? Both. I think it's both. Uh People do use
4: it as a form of a cookie, like taking that cookie back, bringing that. You know, I think people do use it as a tool, a manipulation palm. Uh, 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 People do use that. And I think that is unfair. Because you should be able to use your words and say, "Look, I'm not feeling this because this, this, and this." You know, because that person could could want it too, but they got this point to stand on, this mountain to 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 stand on, and to prove this point. And then sometimes people are just not. In the mood to have sex, it all goes back to communication. What kind of relationship do you have outside of the bedroom? Because if you have a relationship outside of the bedroom, you could be like, "Mm -mm, not today, and not hold it against someone, do something Mm -hmm. else, have a community, have a conversation to be able to eradicate all of that. But people do use it as a weapon, as a pawn, because they're unhappy or unsatisfied with what's happening. So I ain't going to give you nothing.
0: Or they're yeah. just not in the mood. It could be both. Well, I use it as um for rewards, you know, when I want something. <laughs> <at each stage. laughs>
1: Wait, hold on, hold on, hold on. You I want to make sure I'm, I'm understanding you clearly here, T. You say you use it as a reward? Yes, whenever I see a nice Well, I mean it makes sense. If it can be used as a punishment, then it clearly can be used (laughs) as a reward. reward.
0: So I I remember one situation it was these Gucci shades. I got off work early one evening and I went into the store and I'm like, ooh, but them shades is five hundred dollars. And I'm like, I'ma just give him what he wants real good, and he can give me these shades. And that's my husband. So we you know, we give and take sex, and then sometimes when he gets me upset. I knew how to take it away. So it could be both
1: ways. So I've done it. You know, and I got that Gucci shave. I did. <laughs> yeah. Okay, that sounds like an exchange of goods and services, indeed. Sh- she, has yeah. sh- she has the Gucci shades, but she
0: do not have a husband no more. She got rid of the no husband, and kept the shades. Kept <laughs> the shades.
4: <laughs> sounds like a play. Well, when you
3: talk about, well, you know, when you talk about using sex as a weapon, I think it's important to remember that passive aggression is still aggression. And if you want a relationship, you know, like, abuse or violence there are different ways to abuse your your partner and that really undermines that foundation of trust you know a relationship to thrive needs to have trust and respect and if you are you know choosing instead of communicating to basically throw a tantrum like you are showing immaturity and a lack of wanting to be in oh, relationship.
0: It that way yeah but if, for me i did it because i knew his obsession was that so I knew how to get certain things out of him because of his So depression. would he have given it to you even if you didn't have sex with him? Would he have gotten you those gucci shades? It was it was kind of our thing. You know, it was, it, to be honest <laughs> with you, it was kind of our thing. Like, I'm like, you give me this, I give you that. It, it was a playful thing. It wasn't in yeah. a sense of manipulation. It was more of a playful thing with us. You know, he'll say, um, I'll get you this if you do this for me tonight. And, you know, dress up like this. Like, okay,
1: I'll be the maid. So it was. It was just a give and (laughs) take. Oh, y'all was over there having fun, sex too, huh? Yeah. Now we know why y'all are having sex every day. But there's
3: (laughs) nothing
4: wrong with that. Like, there's nothing wrong with that. If that is your husband, and that's what you guys wanted to do, and you came to terms with that together, then there's nothing wrong with that. There's no judgment. Because that's communication. Because that's communication.
1: Exactly. You want to get in here on this conversation?
2: Absolutely. I think uh, to Kendall's point, I totally agree uh, that it is both. Uh, sometimes I just don't feel like it. Life done wore me down, I'm tired. I'm good. But I think the other side to it is the weaponization of sexuality. Um, but mm-hmm. I think that often happens when people don't feel like they've been seen, they are valued, and they have any power in a relationship, then they'll use the only thing that they have control over, which is that their is body. True. And if the only thing I can control is my body to get you to act right, to get you to do what I want, then I'm going to withhold my body and anything that comes with it to ensure that you ain't going to get <laughs> what you thought you was going to get out of the situation.
1: I had a girlfriend uh, who's had a, a friend who was a guy and and he asked her after um you know she had a death in the family he was like hey you know i was just calling to check on you make sure you all right do you need any of this bereavement d um so, so, I
5: mean, no, can't, can't, that's a red
1: flag that that's, is a, that's a
3: bundle of red flags that's not a friend no. So,
1: so can, I mean, if, if sex is used as a punishment and a reward, as we have established mm-hmm. here, can sex also be used as something to, I mean, we've also talked about how it relieves stress and anxiety yeah. and the health benefits, uh, mm-hmm. you know, about uh, uh, better sleep, better cognitive mm-hmm. health. I mean, mm-hmm. in the midst of a death or some type of traumatic situation, can't sex be the, the solution to that? No, you say? Exactly. It, it can be a temporary solution for sure because yeah, it
5: does,
4: temporary. Sex, we have to remember, sex does have a lot of health benefits. Tammy, you just named some. So it can help, but it can't be the the end all be all. But yes, it could help. That could have helped your friend quite nicely. Mm-hmm.
0: <laughs> and it also, well, and again, I think same. It
4: also
5: yeah. can help are you talk system. about,
3: like, sex, or are we hiding, are we running away from our feelings, or are we just taking, you know, because yeah. you, if you, if we were talking about sex and it was a drug, you know, like, oh, they grow the alcohol, would we be like, oh, yeah, that's a good idea? And I think at the end of the day, the question is, um, are you... Is your expression of sexual desire is it healthy for you? And are you? I want to stay you,
1: with you here because um, we got to wrap the show up. But I do ahead. want you to talk about what project that you're working on right now.
3: Okay. So right now uh, I have a podcast. It's called unpacking your ish, where we talk about a lot of these things and issues just to encourage people to have, to be more self-aware and then give yourself grace when you are meeting life's challenges. So uh, definitely check it out. uh, Instagram unpacking.your.ish on all social media platforms.
1: Rasan, tell us about your photography and your spoken word.
2: Absolutely. So I'm currently working on a project entitled Sonny's Creative Spotlight, where I take people who are creative or doing something creative in the communities, who are building a brand, who are building uh, an, a platform, anything. I take them, I do photo shoots with them, and I allow them the opportunity to broadcast what they're working on to the masses. I use my platform to help other creatives continue to create their brand. And when it comes to spoken words, I continue uh, to create uh, opportunities for other young creatives uh, to voice themselves, to express themselves, whether that be through music, whether that be through spoken word, and teach them. How do I allow my voice to be heard, to the platform or to the audience that I'm currently trying to talk to. So Excellent. we're always working on something at Sonny's way. Uh, so we are making sure that everyone else gets a chance.
1: T tell us about eight at the table and playing for keeps real quick. Okay. Eight at the table. We talk about love, sex and relationship. We
0: try to break the barriers. We try to make it, you know, where we get people to express their truth and on playing for keep. It's a dating show on Instagram with Major Hype, the comedian. So we both, I host it with them, and pretty much we try to get people to get into relationship. It's a dating show, so we try to Love look it. people up. So Kendall,
1: what, what can you tell us about? Excuse me, your Unhealed is showing... It's available
4: everywhere on Amazon.com. It's so important, healing, purposely, aging, fearlessly. I'm all about healing because I really think that that is the root to a lot of the issues and conversations we have. I have conversations on my YouTube channel like this all the time in my podcast, Shine with East all across the platform at Condelanese. And I'm excited about a new Instagram page I opened called Pause, Sis. It's about emotional and mental wellness
1: for Black women. So I'm all about- I'm about about to pause you right there, sis, because the show has come to a conclusion. That is The Business of Being Black with Tammy Mack on Fox Soul. Thank you so much to all of my panelists today. Bye, y'all.
5: Thank you.